Good day, and welcome to the Talk It Out podcast on Spotify. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. Today, I am in focus with painkillers. The painkillers. The music I'm listening to today begins with the great Curtis Mayfield. The song is Pusher Man from the official soundtrack of the Superfly movie, I believe in 1972. Hello, hello, hello. I hope today finds you well. And if not well, you are getting better. Um, I did a podcast in 2019, March 29th, 2019, if you'd like to look it up. Um, again, I thank you for listening. Hope you like the podcast. Want to subscribe to it and want to share it with a friend. I did a podcast March 29th, 2019, entitled Dr. Feel Good. Um, it is my second most listened to podcast, I believe, when on the Anchor platform, which I began podcasting in, in 2017. It's about the Sackler family, um, who I contend are the biggest drug dealers in America. They are the creators of Oxycontin. Oxycontin, since its creation, has killed more than 500,000 people. Um, yeah. Now, we don't want to, we might not want to see them or frame them as drug dealers because we can say what they did was legal um, or it is what the law allowed. But make no mistake, in my mind, they planned it. They marketed, they had their list of street, street pushers, um, they distributed it, they're drug dealers. And a lot of families were crushed under the weight of something they knew nothing about. So, little history. Again, if you go back to the podcast I did in 2018 or just watch the Netflix special entitled Painkillers. It's a limited series, maybe five or six episodes. And I did do a watch on that. Um, because, again, I'm not a journalist, but I like to be as factual as I can be. So I do research everything. I'm not going to get over here. And if it's my opinion, I'll tell you it's my opinion. If it's something I found factual, I'll tell you it's I did the work for. I did research on it. Um, Purdue Pharma, which was founded by Arthur Sackler. And it was a struggling little pharmacy company in the 90s. And I believe he ended up getting the contract for Valium to mass produce it. Hence, he got on the, got in the game as a legitimate pharmaceutical company. But they didn't have anything else. Um... Richard, Arthur, rather, Arthur Sackler has two sons, Mortimer and Raymond, and a nephew named Richard. Mortimer and Raymond, I believe, were doctors, and Richard was a psychiatrist. Um, they served during the Korean War, I believe, helping soldiers with pain, both physically and mentally. And 
they look for a way to create something that firstly, firstly would enrich them. Okay, let's, I'm not, and again, my, this is my opinion. What they created was firstly just for the soul of enriching their family, their name, their pockets. Under the guise of helping soldiers. See, they knew they were creating something that was addictive. They knew they were creating something that would be addictive. Um, and they, the, the, the way to make money off of this was to make sure that the addictive drug they were creating, which was supposedly, from my understanding, to be used in an end-of-life scenario, kind of like morphine was used against in the army or in, in, in the wars when soldiers were basically on their last, in the home stretch of their lives, dealing with pain, they would use these, they would use morphine to make it easier in their last days. So, from my understanding, that's what Oxycontin was professed to be used as or professed to do. Now, again, from my perspective, my understanding is a drug like Oxycontin attaches to the opioids, opioids in the body, um, thereby causing a natural, a natural desire for it. Um, I also believe in maybe 30% of opioid use can or has led to addiction. It doesn't have to in all 100%, but 30% of it has led to addiction, three out of every 10. And you can become addicted after one use or as little as five uses. Now, the Oxycontin Again, my knowledge, based on what I've read, what I've seen, and factual information, um, documentaries, my knowledge is that the opioids, which can contain fentanyl and all of these other things, are far more addictive, are far, far more powerful than heroin. And when it's been, and the key to them making this all work was sales and marketing. Again, I've often said America is a country of salesmen and we will sell whatever you got. This is the great Marvin Gaye from the movie Trouble Man. Uh, the song is Trouble Man. It's brilliant, brilliant. The 70s had some great music, both not only in just over their radio music, but soundtracks. It was just a brilliant time of creation. So, this family created, knew that they were looking for something that would make the everyday person dependent. Um, and, and here's the other, here's the different, here's the twist to it though. They went after doctors with young, well-trained salespeople. A lot of men, 
but I believe there was more young women that would create relationships and offer benefits financially, um, all kinds of ways to, to doctors to sell this or to use this drug in their practice. They know they knew once oxycodone was being used on a regular basis, it would have a lot of repeat, a lot of repeat customers, for lack of a better word. Um, at one point in time in West Virginia alone, a town of maybe 5,000 people with two pharmacies in one year uh, used that pad, prescription pad, to prescribe at least 2 million opioids, 2 million tablets of Oxycontin for a town of 5,000 people. So basically, these doctors were the middleman street, street pushers. They're pushing it on. By signing that subscription pad, they are, the more they made, the more prescriptions they had, the more money for them. Not only that, the Sackler brothers used the tried and true formula done in the tobacco industry, where they gauge in the tobacco industry, we all recall, they gauged the level of nicotine, enhanced it to make it more addictive. Well, the Sackler brothers did the same thing with Oxycontin. They gauged the level of Oxycontin per pill if I'm saying it correctly, they increased the dosage, which made it more addictive. So now we have, and I believe for the first time in our society, um, not just people who wanted to get high were getting high, but people who did not know they were being addicted to it, who went in, it could be a, a middle-aged woman a middle-class man, um, it, people who just had a pain that needed to be served were hooked on an addictive substance that changed and in many ways either ruined or ended their lives. All because somebody thought of a way to make money. Um, Painkillers could just as easily have been snowfall the TV show about crack. Painkillers could have just as easily been American Gangster, the Denzel Washington movie about heroin. But in both those cases, people went to jail. Um, there was a, and I'm using air quotations, a attempt to stop whatever was happening. But in the tobacco industry and with opioids, nobody's going to jail. Not even the doctors who prescribed them. And the doctors supposedly having the knowledge of knowing that this was an addictive substance and subscribed it to people they know did not need it. All because of financial benefits to the doctors in their practice. Now, every doctor did not do this. But I believe the majority did. This is uh, Amy Winehouse. The song is 
tears dry on my own. So, it caused the deaths of more than 500,000 people. And just like the tobacco industry, here's the other thing that I related to in the street content. You go several years of making money and making so much money. And just like the mob movies we've seen and, and again, American Gangster, where the same people who are killing people in the neighborhood are also bringing turkeys for Thanksgiving and helping little grandma down on the street pay her rent. They're, you know, they're so that it's, it's, it's both sides of the coin. So some people look at them as a hero, but they're killers. They're, they're providing the substance. They're providing something that is ruining their situation, ruining their neighborhood, but making money for them. So, American Gangster, Snowfall, Painkillers, it was the same thing. Only they did it through the FDA, through bribery, through the FDA, through, through money, through incentive, incentivizing lawmakers to look the other way. So after so many years of, of, of killing so many people with the substance they knew was addictive. And then creating a fortune for themselves of up to $13 billion, they had to, they had to pay a price, okay? Now, so here's the price they ended up paying. In 2000, I believe, 21, the Oxycontin, well, the Sackler brothers had to close Purdue Farmers, for Purdue Farmer. By that time, they had their names on all of these schools across the world, uh, big art museums, all this, you know, the Sackler family's name is on everything. And they had acquired a fortune of about $13 billion. So, in their court loss, um, when they had to close the, pharma the pharmacy, the agreement that was made uh, largely absolved the Sackler family of any wrongdoing. They never had to admit that they created something and marketed it in a way that was addictive and harmful to everybody. Um, a 13-year-old with a broken leg does not need Oxycontin. Uh, a middle-class woman with a back ailment or a working man who needed a hip replacement does not need Oxycontin. But they were prescribed that out of greed, out of evil, if you ask me. And they amassed a fortune of about $13 billion. In their settlement in 2021, they had to pay $4.5 billion. Now, again, how evil works. People who made money off of this, I don't know, I'm gonna say they probably made money off the settlement too. That $4.5 billion that they had to pay only came with 500 million of it being paid up front. Okay? The $4.5 billion, which sounds like a lot, but we all know enough about math to know that you start with 13 billion and you only have to pay out 4.5 billion, you still got more enough money for four or five lifetimes. But that 4.5 billion being paid out was paid 
the initially 500 million and then the other 4 billion is paid out over a 9 year period which again allows the dealers to make more profit off of what they made profit off of and what killed people in the first place that 4 billion left is supposed to be paid based on the profits being made from whatever the now new company would be selling. Um, Arthur Sackler's dead. Mortimer and Raymond Sackler are dead. Richard Sackler, who the Painkillers documentary gives credit to really driving this whole thing, is alive and well and living in Florida better than any of us. In other words, it gets back to the system. It gets back to the system. Here's another thing I found out. That oh, This is Curtis Mayfield again. The song is uh, Diamond in the Back. Here's the other thing I found out. The 500,000 people that died, the money that's going to be paid, the money that was c- collected in the settlement will go mostly to uh, facilities, prevention, Prevention, um, what's the word we call, uh, rehabilitation, facilities who help in those aspects, not the families, not the families who lost people, not the families who suffer to this day because their mother was hooked, their father was hooked, they lost their son, they lost their daughter, they lost their uncle. From my understanding, a hundred and maybe forty-something thousand families will receive a financial payment, and the financial payment will be anywhere from three thousand five hundred dollars to forty-eight thousand dollars. My information comes from a New York Times article um, in September of 2021, a New York Times story, and the factual information I saw in the documentary. Bottom line is I know that there is no balance to this life. Um, There is no settlement worthy of the pain it caused. And if anybody who made money off of this still lives in pleasure, I think they're carrying a lot of pain inside them too. Um... The absolute fact that no one went to jail for anything but cigarettes or the da- with the damage they caused, um, even having this just right on the side label, on the side of a cigarette pack. I remember buying cigarettes. I've worked in a grocery store. I remember every cigarette I sold had those warnings on the side. But those warnings came down after the nicotine dosage was ticked up. So the addiction was already in place. Same situation with Oxycontin. They follow a successful formula. A formula that successfully made them rich and made a lot of other people dead. Okay. Um, hmm. The 4.5 billion is paid out over 10 years. So they still have more money than they have to give up. And they're still making more money. They actually, here's the other thing I, I read too. That Family members were actually involved in creating something 
to kind of reverse the addiction, addictive process of Oxycontin. So you create something to get you hooked on it, and then they're going to create something to help you get off of it. You're getting paid on both sides. Even the people who did the documentaries, as well as it was done, as good as the story need to be told, get paid because other people suffered in pain and loss of life. I'm not comparing this to anything else. I'm calling this for what it is. An American family created a drug they knew would cause harm, but they also knew would make them rich. And they did not care. Plain and simple. Hope you get a chance to watch it. Hope if anyone's around you had to go through it. Yes, we've all had people in our... I've, well, let me speak for myself. I had people in my, in my environment that suffered through this. And I would, could do nothing to help them. And if you had people in your environment suffer through this, it was probably just as difficult for you. Where are we now? Who knows? But the story's been told. I'm not going to say anything else about it. But I hope and pray that anyone in your immediate environment that goes through this situation or has gone through the situation finds the way to come out on the bright side of it. The Sackler brothers did. But that's an American tale for another day. Talk to someone about this, guys. Have a blessed and wonderful day. I will talk to you again soon. Yeah, they're gangsters. Make no mistake about it. They are gangsters. The Painkillers, available on Netflix. Check it out.